Brothers and sisters, the words of Jesus are not magic. If they were, the parable we hear this morning would have been very different. Some seed fell on the path, and immediately a harvest, a hundred, sixty, or thirty-fold, sprang up. The word of Jesus is not magic, or rather, it's as magic as an invitation is. Jesus' word opens up a possibility to us, but it is on us to respond. In God's garden here at St. Petronel, there are many different types of soil gathered even here in this place. When we hear the parable of the sower and the seed, we know what the right disposition is supposed to be. We know we're supposed to be rich soil. But often in our lives, that's more aspirational than reality. The parable presents us with a chance to respond to Jesus's invitation. But if we are to respond to that invitation, that word of Jesus, we have to be honest about the kind of soil we are in God's garden. Because Jesus' word is not magic. The seed needs a place to be received. And our soil may have to undergo some change. So may I suggest this morning, rather than an examination of conscience, an examination of soil, that we be honest about the soil of our souls. Perhaps we come here today feeling like the path, packed down, hard-pressed, dry, and dusty. Maybe it's simply because life has flattened us out. But we have little time for the word. It's in one ear and out the other, because we're on the move on that path. We have places to go, people to see. I'm going to check mass off on my to-do list and then move on to the next thing. But do I allow the word space in my life at all? Am I so rushed, so hurried, so hard-pressed that there's no give in my heart, no place to receive that invitation of Jesus to come away and rest with him for a while? Now, the path can be cultivated, tilled, turned up, but only by the plow of contemplation, of moving against that rushed, hard-pressed road we find ourselves on and sit for a while, to sit in contemplation and prayerful silence with the Word. That's a challenge even with our parable. Because as soon as we hear Jesus start telling the story, like, okay, yeah, sower, seed, birds, thorns, click, turn the brain off, think about some other things. I know how this one goes. But there's an invitation from Jesus. Stay a while and listen. Hear what I have to say. Hear it anew. Because certainly you and I are in a different place today than we were the last time we heard this parable. And there is something new Jesus says to us if only we take the time to step off the path and let it be tilled, turned over by contemplation. 
But maybe we come here today with rocky soil. There's some give in our hearts, some place to receive God's word. But the roots don't go down very deep. We're the kind of person who gets revved up for Sunday morning mass, but then by Monday morning we think like, ah, oh, Jesus stuff, well, you know, maybe that's just for Sunday. We hear those good words of Jesus and we respond with joy, with fervor, we respond to his invitation, but we're unwilling to follow him all the way through. The rocky soil bears fruit temporarily. Because there are no deep roots there. Do I value the world more than I value the word? Am I more concerned about what other people think of me? Afraid of giving witness? Unwilling to speak up in response to what I heard Jesus invite me to in Sunday's Mass? Do I wither? under the the least bit of heat and pressure. But rocky soil can be good soil. The stone walls of Ireland attest to that as farmers pulled those rocks out and put them to good use and turned that soil over for crops. But it takes courage to dig down, to remove those rocks, to deepen the soil. God wants to cultivate that rocky soil with courage so that we might have deep roots in him, willing to withstand any storm, any drought, any tribulation. Perhaps we come here today with thorny soil. And thorny soil has a lot of growth, too much growth, in fact. It's wild and chaotic, like an overgrown garden. Yes, there's good soil there, and the thorns and thistles and weeds know it. Our hearts may be choked up with so many worries and anxieties and fears, so many thoughts and plans and concerns, that the Word of God, while it takes root, has no space in which to grow. The soil is exhausted by our fears, by our worries. And they seem so deep-rooted, those fears of ours. As we look out and see all the problems in our life and get so caught up in those worries. What's going to happen to my family? Will I be able to keep my job? What will become of my health now that I've gotten this recent news from the doctor? When those fears sap away the richness of our soil, and the word of God finds no place to find purchase. It gets choked out. For we lavish more attention on the weeds of fear than we do on the word of God. Do I let the word of God take root completely? Do I change my habits of how I spend my time, how I spend my money because of the word? The thorny soil requires us to roll up our sleeves and get our hands dirty with the work of conversion. To get down to that soil and pull up by the roots 
those fears, those weeds that choke out our life. This is the hard work of conversion, of orienting our lives around what Jesus has done for us. He who died and rose from the dead, who shares his body and blood from this altar as the seed of eternal life planted within the gardens of our hearts. Is there space in my life to receive him? The path, the rocky soil, the thorny soil, all of it can be rich soil, cultivated by contemplation, courage, and conversion. We can become good gardens, rich soil bearing the abundant harvest of Christ. Like the fields filled with new corn, we continuously produce the very life of Jesus. In the cultivated garden of our souls, the divine gardener ensures that his word accomplishes his purpose. Not by any magic spell, but because we responded to the invitation. The invitation which is God himself, the invitation, which is love. 